This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Inna alhamdulillah ta'ala nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min siyyati a'malina min yahdihillahu falamudillalahu wa min yudlil falahadiyalah wa ashadu an la ilaha illa allahu wahdahu la sharika lah وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله تعالى وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار From the attributes of the believer is that they take lessons and reflections from the signs that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends amongst them In the hadith of our mother Aisha radiyallahu anha collected in the sahih of Ibn Hibban She said that the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam one night he said to her leave me tonight to worship my Lord she replied, O Messenger of Allah, I love that which you love. And she said that the Prophet ﷺ then began to pray. And as he stood that night in prayer, and as he recited from the Qur'an, from the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he began to cry. She says that he cried so much that his beard became wet from his tears. And he continued to pray and recite and cry until he went into ruku' in that same state. And then he went into sujood in that same state. And as he's prostrating, the ground around him becomes moist and wet with his tears, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He spent that night in prayer in that way. And then towards Fajr as Bilal radiallahu anhu came in to call the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam for the salah. He saw the state that he was in, beard wet with tears, the ground moist with his tears. And he said, O Messenger of Allah, do you do this when Allah has forgiven you? Fall of your sins past and future. The Prophet replied, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Afala Akunu Abdan Shakura. Should I not be from Allah's grateful slaves? Indeed, this night upon me were revealed verses, Fiha. Woe to the one who recites these verses and doesn't contemplate over them, doesn't reflect, doesn't take time to understand them and draw lessons from them. And then he recited the final passage of Surah to Ali Imran. Verses 190 onwards, in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala begins his passage by saying, Indeed, in the creation of the heavens and the earth, and the alternation of the day and the night, are signs for a people of understanding. Those who remember Allah as they stand and as they sit, and as they lie upon the ground, and they reflect over the creation of the heavens and the earth, 
and they say, Rabbana ma khalaqta hadha batila. Oh Allah, you didn't create this without purpose. Subhanaka faqina adhab al-nar. So glory be to you and save us from the fire. And then he sallallahu alayhi wasallam recited the remainder of that surah. This hadith shows to us that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam from his sunnah, from his practice, and from the things that we should then try to emulate him in, is that we take lessons from the universe, from the creation of the heavens and the earth, from the signs that Allah Azza wa shows around us. Earlier this week, as you know, two major earthquakes struck our brothers and sisters in the countries of Turkey and Syria. Over 20,000 people have died since then, countless more injured, and a great deal of loss and devastation. Allah Azza wa says in the Quran, سَنُرِيهِمْ آيَاتِنَا فِي الْآفَاقِ وَفِي أَنفُسِهِمْ حَتَّى يَتَبَيَّنَ لَهُمْ أَنَّهُ الْحَقِّ We will show them our signs in the universe, we will show them our signs within themselves, so that they will know that it is the truth. And Allah Azza wa says in the Quran in Surah Al-Isra, وَمَا نُرْسِلُ بِالْآيَاتِ إِلَّا تَخْوِيفًا and we send to them signs as warning. One of the things therefore that the believer does when these calamities strike, when these disasters take place across the world, is that we try to take from them lessons and reflections that we can benefit from, not only in terms of our belief, but in terms of action as well. The scholar of Islam, the famous scholar of the Tabi'een, an Imam of Tafsir, Qatada ibn Di'amat al-Sadusi rahimahullah ta'ala, he has a statement in his commentary of these verses that I want to explore with you during these few minutes that I have before you today. He said, Rahimahullah ta'ala, that when Allah Azza wa sends these signs, like the signs that we saw earlier this week, there are three, three things that we do, or three benefits that we take from them, three lessons that we derive from them. The first is that we draw reflections. Reflections from them, lessons that we can benefit from. Like, for example, the power and the ability of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That Allah Azza wa has control over everything in the heavens and the earth. And no matter how secure we feel in this life, no matter how confident we feel with all of the technology and science and everything else, engineering that we have around us, life is still extremely fragile. Our existence upon earth is extremely fragile. And that's a lesson for all of us, the fragility of life. I don't have a single doubt that those people that died and may Allah on this day of Jumu'ah have mercy upon them and show his forgiveness upon them. Show his forgiveness upon them. May Allah cure the injured from amongst them. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala provide shelter and sustenance for those that are living. May Allah give them contentment and solace. I have no doubt that those people that died as they passed away on that day, they slept just like me and you do every single night stepped in the relative comfort of their family and their friends. They went to sleep with plans for the coming days and weeks. They had hopes and dreams that they had for themselves, for their families, their children. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decreed for them that that would be their final night. Allah decreed that they wouldn't wake up the next morning. That is the sunnah of Allah His universal law. That each and every single one of us, we have a limited time upon this earth, a lifespan that Allah has determined for us. فَإِذَا جَاءَ أَجَلُهُمْ لَا يَسْتَأْخِرُونَ سَاعَةً وَلَا يَسْتَقْدِمُونَ And when that time comes, that appointed time, it is not delayed by a single moment, nor is it brought forth by a moment. And so we take that benefit, that lesson of the fragility of life, but also the sign of Allah Azza wa Tawheed, the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, His right to be worshipped alone. 
we see the power and the ability of Allah Azza wa Jal in the universe, and that makes us increase in our tawheed and our belief, our iman in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Qatada rahimahullah ta'ala said that that is the first thing that we take, lessons and benefits. And this was the practice of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, because as we know, he said sallallahu alayhi wa sallam concerning the eclipse, the solar and the lunar eclipse, which is, relatively speaking, a non-harmless or non-harmful phenomenon that takes place. No one dies, no one's injured as a result of that eclipse. But he said, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that these are signs from the signs of Allah, that Allah sends as a reminder for His people. And so, if that is a sign from the signs of Allah, then no doubt from these other signs of Allah are the signs of earthquakes and other disasters that take place. So we take reminders from them. The Prophet ﷺ, the companions, the Salaf this was their practice, that they would draw signs from them, that they would seek from them benefits, that they could increase in iman and the worship of Allah The second point that I want to share with you, the Qatada rahimahullah ta'ala said, is that it is a reminder. A reminder for the believers in terms of their, of their upcoming death or their imminent death. The fact that all of us have a very short time upon this world and in this life, that we have to make use of the time that we have before us. Use that time in a way that is beneficial, that is good, that helps us and helps those around us. This time that we have is precious and it is a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Most of us unfortunately go through life and we squander this opportunity. We don't really do much in terms of building something for ourselves and for those around us, for our communities. But it's a reminder that Allah hasn't guaranteed for us eternity in this life. It is a reminder of death and that it can come and strike at any moment. And it is a reminder of the coming of Yawm Al-Qiyamah as the Prophet told us sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the hadith in the minishrat al-sa'a from the signs of the hour and yuqbad al-ilm wa yuqdar al-zalazim that knowledge will be withheld and that there will be many earthquakes. As Allah Azza wa says in the Quran concerning Yawm Al-Qiyamah, Ya ayyuhal nasu attaqu rabbakum inna zalzalat al-sa'ati shay'un azim. O mankind, fear your Lord, for indeed the earthquake of the hour will be a major event. And so we take those reminders. We take them and it is something that we benefit from. And from those things that Qatada rahimahullah ta'ala said that we take from signs like this, is that it causes us to turn back to Allah in greater worship. It should be something which makes us all when we hear these events take place, no matter how far and distant they may seem, no matter how removed we may be from them, all of us should have turned back to Allah in tawbah, in making istighfar, in making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in turning to Allah in increased levels of worship, asking Allah for His forgiveness and His divine aid and protection. That is what the Prophet said, that when these signs come, then hurry towards the salah, hurry towards dua, turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah Azza wa Jal, from inshallah the good signs for those people, for many of them that died, they died as a result of the buildings and the structures that they were living in collapsing upon them. Our Prophet told us sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the hadith of Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu collecting Sahih al-Bukhari. He said that from those people that Allah Azza wa Jal counts as martyrs is sahibul hadam, the one who a structure or a building collapses upon them. Allah Azza wa Jal elevates their station. And he grants them that station may Allah Azza wa make them from amongst those people. That's a mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for them. 
And so Qatada rahimahullah ta'ala said that these are the three things that we should take from these types of disasters and phenomenons when they strike. Number one, you draw lessons from them. Lessons that help you to increase in your iman, come closer to Allah Azza wa Jal. Number two, that it is a reminder of death, a reminder of Yawm Al-Qiyamah, a reminder of the fragility of our lives and the short temporary nature of this dunya. And number three, Ar-Ruju'ah, that it should make you turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, seek Allah's forgiveness, ask Allah Azza wa Jal for his repentance, ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he gives us his divine aid and protection. Because any one of us could have been in that situation or a similar situation. Any one of us could be in that type of scenario. So we ask Allah Azza wa Jalla in this day for His divine aid and protection. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showers His mercy upon our brothers and sisters. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes their affairs easy for them, the living amongst them. That Allah Azza wa Jalla gives to them aid and help. And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives to them solace and contentment. بارك الله لي ولكم في القرآن والسنة ونفعني وإياكم بما فيهما من الآيات والحكمة أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم ولجميع المسلمين من كل ذنب فاستغفروه إنه كان غفارا بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه وسلم تسليما كثيرا أما بعد One of the main lessons that we can draw from what took place is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives to us opportunities for reward. Allah Azza wa gives to us opportunity of doing good when we have situations like this that take place. So our brothers and sisters, 20,000 more passed away. Many more are in need of our help. They're in need of our aid. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given to us this opportunity that we should, during these days and in these moments, help our brothers and sisters that are suffering in that part of the world. And so from the lessons that we can take, from the benefits that we can derive, is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has opened for us a door, a gate, that is an immense opportunity for reward. Our brothers and sisters are in need of our dua, our sincere dua that Allah azza wa helps them, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives them aid and assistance, that Allah azza wa makes their affairs easy for them. And as you make dua for them on this blessed day of Friday, and we know that it is one of the days in which our duas are more likely to be accepted, as you make dua for yourself on this day, make dua for your brothers and sisters. And as you make dua for yourself and for your family, then make dua for those who lost their families and who lost their children and their parents and their siblings. And also, Allah has given us the opportunity to help them financially. They're in need of serious aid and help. And one of the things that we're doing in this masjid, inshallah, today is at the collection of the Jum'ah prayer. All of it is going to our brothers and sisters in that part of the world. And so we have to all dig deep, even though we're all going through difficulties financially. It's a hard time. It's difficult. But when moments like this take place, then we dig deep. And we help our brothers and sisters with what we can and with what Allah has blessed us with in the hope that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in return will help us. The Prophet told us, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in the hadith in Sahih Muslim of Ibn Umar radiallahu anhuma, man nafasa mu'minin kurbatan min kurabi dunya, nafasallahu anhu kurbatan min kurabi yawmin qiyamah. Whosoever relieves from another person a calamity from the calamities of this world, then Allah will relieve from them a calamity from the calamities of the day of judgment. Maybe that small amount that you give to help someone with some food, some shelter, gives them some comfort, it will be a means of your success and your salvation in this life and the next. So my appeal to you all today is to give whatever you can in whichever manner you're able to, 
Wherever, wherever you're able to give, give it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, making dua that Allah azza wa jal helps them and makes their affairs easy for them. Ask Allah azza wa jal that he makes the affairs of our brothers and sisters easy, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses us with his divine aid and protection, that Allah azza wa jal makes the affairs of all of our brothers and sisters easy across the world, and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants us his mercy and his forgiveness, his blessings, his kindness and his gentleness. Subhanahu rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifoon. Wa salamun ala al-mursaleen. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alamin. This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.